Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. And today I'm going to talk to you about a really important concept that you might not have factored in. You know, I work with primarily alpha women. I work with women who are super, super driven. And they usually have huge missions and they're smart as hell. And they get lots and lots and lots of good stuff done in the world. But what I know is that sometimes with all that beautiful, wonderful drive and that oomph and that power that they have, there can be bumps in the road. And this podcast is not only for alpha women, it's actually for everybody. So if you're listening and you're like, well, I'm a dude, or I don't think I'm an alpha woman, you're going to get some good stuff out of this. Today, I want to talk to you about your identity, like how it holds you back. You know, I used to be a psychotherapist. And I say, don't let that scare you unless I'm trying to date you. And then you should be very afraid. (laughs) Ask my boyfriend. I'm teasing. Anyway, so the identity, when I think of identity, it's literally the sense of who you are in the world. And we work really hard as young people to figure out, you know, there's a lot of pushing off of, wait, my parents raised me to believe that. Do I want that or do I not want that? So there's the parental the family unit you come into that says, this is who you are. This is what we believe. And, you know, truthfully, as parents, we kind of put that on our children or we expect, well, you were raised Catholic, so you'll be Catholic. And then they grow up to be atheists and you're like, wait, what? (laughs) Or you raise them to be very liberal and then they become conservative and it's just like, what? And so very often the family of origin imprints initially with identity. We have gender and we have age. We have demographic, you know, if you're a Midwesterner, you have very much an identity often of being a hard worker, you know, not maybe pretentious or showy. Like there's certain things that are just kind of, oh yeah, that's what a Midwesterner feels like versus if you were born in New York, you know, if you lived in Manhattan your whole life or the Bronx or Brooklyn, you would have a very different identity. So I want you just to think about like, what would your identity be? Okay. So for most of us, so let's say you're grown, you have a business, you're, you're running the world as, as, as you do according to who you are. Like my identity, I love to think that I'm a super loving person. I really, I really, that's kind of what I, I'm really important. That's important to me to be very compassionate and kind and loving. Okay. And other parts of my identity, I think I'm pretty funny and creative and You know, da 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 da. So there's the us that we know. And there's good about that. Like you show, you don't have to show up in a meeting going, wait, how would I respond? Because 
at this age or the stage in life, you know clearly who you are. It's not a crapshoot of, of what's going to come out of your mouth when faced with a decision or something to do. You don't have to sit and go, huh? You just know who you are based on your identity, right? So if I have the identity of a loving person, if I get into a conflict, I'm not suddenly going to be raging. I'm going to go, wait, as a loving person, how would I handle this? Because that's who I am. But what if sometimes we have taken on identity from the place of compensation? What I mean by that, what if you took on a, but I have to be this or else? Like when I reference that I fancy myself a loving person, it's because that's who I have grown into. Those were conscious choices. When I was younger, I had the identity of always having to be perfect. I had the identity of being nice, not making waves, being the smart one, not, not, not focusing on myself, but focusing on, because my dysfunctional, alcoholic, chaotic family demanded that. Like that was how I survived and that was how I served the family. So the things that I used to think were, quote, my identity, actually were given to me or I chose as a compensation. Does that make sense to you? Because every one of us is doing the best we can. And I believe our families and our early environments, we just got what we got. I'm not, there's no shade here. There's no, oh, that's so horrible. Or those people were so wrong. I really believe you know, like if you, if you turn a plant towards the light, it will always move. It will always grow in the direction of the light. And I feel like our souls always do that as well. So if you're in a chaotic home and you discover that if you just be the quiet, nice, don't make waves, don't rock the boat, always helpful, and you get a little bit of goodies, you know, or maybe not yelled at, your, your, your identity is like, okay, cool, that worked, got some good stuff. Conversely, if you are a woman and you get ahead by like just being an overachiever, just going, going, pushing, 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 and you get rewarded by money and clients and you get this identity of like, oh, oh yeah, I'm a woman that makes shit happen. I loved, I, I used to love that about myself. Oh, I don't stop. I'm fearless. I get stuff done. I will dive in. I will take risks. I love that about my identity. And so sometimes what happens is when we, when we reach a certain age, we have this identity of, oh, this is who I am. Because now some of it is good. I'm not saying any, there's again, there's no judgment here. But what happens is some of the pieces of our identity might start to either flame out, might start to not work the same way they were working. Like when you're 20 and 30, and you're like, oh, I can just burn all night. I don't need sleep. I can just hustle. You know, when you're 50, it's like, oh, good health. Yeah, that's not doing it anymore. Right? And so I want you to first to go, what, if I were to say, who are you? What drives you? What do you want to be known for? What kind of things have you gotten feedback? I always got feedback on you were the brightest, the smartest, the most helpful, the la, 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 la. Just, I mean, God, I was a freaking therapist. Like I was all about taking care of people and people pleasing and, and just, just making sure everybody was okay all the freaking time. 
and it came at tremendous cost to me. So is that bad? No, there were some beautiful moments in there. Do I still enjoy taking care of people? Absolutely. Today, though, I don't sacrifice myself. So with this identity thing, it's a little bit nebulous because it's like, is it bad? No. Is it all good? Not necessarily. <laughs> so you're like, okay, what the fuck are you talking about, trees? So here's what I'm talking about. Our identity needs to be fluid. But very often, like I was talking to one of my beloved clients. I just adore this woman. And she was saying stuff that I'm like, girl, wait, I, don't, I can't let you talk about yourself. But like, do you not see who you are right now? Because what happened is she has an identity of the wounded, uh, less capable, less brilliant version of herself, maybe 10 year ago version of herself. And I see the person she is today, but she was unconscious. She was still in the identity of, a, I have to prove myself. I'm not enough. I can't do it. And I'm like, not on my watch, girl. Oh, no, 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 no. This is who you are. You've got to see your identity. It's like, it's like you have, you know, in the, um, in the weight world, they call it body dysmorphia, right? So you could be, you could have lost a whole bunch of weight. You're a size six, but you look in the mirror and you still see a size 18. There's a, a piece of your brain that will not allow you to see the truth. Okay. So this is like identity dysmorphia, if you will. What I mean by that is you might not be seeing who you are. You might be an older version of you still operating from the old, I have to push, I have to drive. I'm not enough. So I have to do this, 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 this. So when I think of the alpha women and a lot of women, you don't even have to identify as an alpha woman. I feel like we hit a, a, a certain age and we just go, I can't do this anymore. You know, the, the me that got ahead in my career, the me that raised my children. Now I'm 40, 50, 60. Okay. Who the hell am I now? And I, I'm, not, I'm not that person anymore. So number one, I want you to think about, well, I asked you the questions is who do you think you are? What do you love about yourself? What has worked for you in the past? And now the bigger question is who would you be without that? Wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Who would you be if you, you know, for me, I used to have, I used to fancy myself that I was this lovely, kind sweet person. And a number of years ago, a relationship ended. I had to end it. And I was really pissed. And truthfully, the only way I could end this relationship was to be really pissed. Um, and this one moment, I remember feeling like, Therese, you are being such a bitch here. Now that, if you would have called me a bitch that back, you know, however many years, I would have like, what? Oh my God. Like that would have been so contrary because remember i was raised to be nice i was raised to take care of everybody and put everybody first and the thought of me i mean i just about died when i when i heard myself say you're god you're really being a bitch and then the second thought was oh this is kind of nice wow wow okay maybe i'm not really being a bitch maybe i'm just having freaking anger so i can move away from this situation that's hurting me and I embrace it. I embrace this part of my identity. Now, does that mean I'm a bitch and I act like a bitch to people? Not necessarily. But I took something that I previously would have feared and I transmuted it to, oh no, wow, that is righteous anger. That's actually helping. Unfortunately, society calls powerful, righteously anger women bitches, whatever. 
Now, here's what I want you to think about. What if somebody, what would, what would you be without your identity? And imagine if somebody called you something like, what if somebody, if you imagine yourself as really productive and really like a go-getter, what if somebody called you lazy? Oh, what would the worst, seriously, what would the, and I'm not talking like the C word. I'm not talking just derogatory, you know, hateful, cool things. Like what if somebody accused you? Like for me, if somebody would have accused me of being a bitch before, I would have just dropped to my knees because that, that would have like, like oh, shattered me because I was all about making sure everybody was okay. And I always sacrificed myself. But what if somebody would call you lazy? You know, when I talked to a bunch of alpha women recently and I'm like, what's the deal? And they go, oh my God, I, I need to slow down. I need to stop. But I, I would fear that I would be called lazy or I would be lazy. So for some of us, the worst word in the world would be to be called lazy. Or here's another one, selfish. Hello. I can't tell you how many times I hear a beautifully strong and depleted woman say, I just, I just need to focus on me, but that would be selfish. I want to like scream up and down and it's just like, ah, wait, God damn it. No. Right. And, uh, oh my God. It's not selfish, but do you hear those are the hooks? So if you have such a reaction that says there's something in your identity that literally is holding you hostage. So if you, if you're fearful of being called selfish, like if that's the word that would be like, oh my God, that'd be a horrible affront. Okay. Then what is it? that is so committed to taking care of everybody else. If you get triggered, if somebody would call you lazy, what would it mean about the you that can never stop? You hear this? So what's the word? Like if somebody called you selfish, lazy, um, I don't even know what other words. <laughs> a bitch. <laughs> slut. Oh, that's a good one. Oh my God. She's such a slut. And I'm like, oh yeah. And it's very fun to have beautiful sex. Oh yeah. I'll own that one too. Right. But what if somebody would call you those words? If you are triggered, like today, if somebody called me bitch, I'm like, whatever, I don't care. Yes, there's a part of me that could be bitchy. Doesn't matter anymore. I want you to have your identity so fluid that like if somebody said, Tracy, you're a baby killer. I, I like, there's no reference. I've never killed a baby. I've never, you know, trafficked people. I've never, <laughs> I've never prostituted my, like you could call me any of those things. And I'd be like, uh, it's not about me. You're, I, there's nothing in there that relates to me. And so I want your identity to be such that the outside doesn't influence it or your history doesn't influence or you getting ahead or getting loved doesn't freaking influence. I want your identity to be of your creation. Did you know you could do that? What? I know. Maybe this is mind shattering. All right. So, so I talked a little bit about the origins of your identity, how they started. You know, if you were in a home where you were told, um, you know, children are to be seen and not heard, basically. And so you would discover that not having your voice served you really well. If you were in a relationship where you had to fight to get your needs met, then not expressing your needs might work really well. And so the first step is to understand, okay, what is my identity? Number two, where did it come from? Number three, does this shit work anymore? <laughs> like, like, huh? I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I didn't like literally. It's like identity is so. So let's say you're at my house 
and you show up in your bra and underwear and I'm like, okay, I'm going to dress you today. And I'm going to put this on, this on, this on, this on, this on, this on, this on. And you're going to have cat hats and coats and weird stuff and shoes and bracelets and jewelry. And you walk out of the house going, okay, well, I like that one shirt, but Jesus, these boots she's got me in. And why the hell am I wearing a hat? I hate hats. But you go about that day that way. That's identity. It's like very often it's unconscious. It's stuff that, that has been put on you either by your society, your culture, your experiences. And I'm saying, take the freaking stuff off. Take it off. You have a choice. Now, unfortunately, I'm going to tell you what happens very often is, you know what? You know what gets us shifting here? Crisis. Crisis. Because let's just say you're an alpha woman and you're super driven and you, you just go and go and go and go. Okay, what happens sometimes for the, the women that I know that identify as drivers or high achievers or alpha women is they have a physical burnout, their adrenals. I cannot tell you how many of my women business friends are like, holy shit, my adrenals are fried. Sometimes it's kind of mild. You just get a little exhausted. Sometimes you have relationship challenges. Sometimes it's a full-on crisis. You know, for me this year, so I'm talking about 2021, this has been this year for me. So I had COVID, got long COVID. My son was very, very sick for five months. I didn't really share much about it, but really took me out of working in my business and then had an accident and had to have surgery. So this whole year has literally been dealing with stuff. And what was fascinating is I didn't realize, because I'm very good at self-care. I'm so freaking good at honoring my energy. I'm fabulous at receiving. But I didn't know. After all this self-reflection, all this, all this coaching and therapy and all the stuff that I know and do, I didn't know how wired my identity was to my productivity. Not necessarily my income, because I've gone and gotten over that, but the I should be doing something. I should be freaking doing something. Like, oh my God, I, I you know, <laughs> I, you know, I'm left-handed and my hand is really messed up right now because of the surgery. But there's a part of me, I'm like, okay, but go sweep the floors. Come on, come on, do something. I had no idea that I had such a relationship to me being productive. My beautiful mentor, Richard, recently said, okay, if you just let go of the idea of making money because you need to heal right now. So just... Just think about you without trying to make money. I said, I'd be boring. And the other part of me is like, wow, wow, what the hell? Do you see, do you see the belief? Like if, if I don't do that, or if I'm not, you know, working over here, literally there's little unconscious voices like, yeah, no, you'd be boring. And I'm just kind of, I'm like, holy shit, where did that come from? That, that isn't even mine because I, I think I'm kind of funny and charming and I have lots to talk about. Yet, it got wired for me. If I'm not in the pursuit of money-making activities, oh, then I'll just be boring. I don't know. It sounds like there's this like unconscious 1950s Stepford wife fear going on inside of me. And I didn't even know. Right? And so, I'm just wanting to tell you, if you are in a life crisis, if you are being asked to slow down, stop, reinvent, pivot, whatever word it is, if the thing that drove you, if the thing that gave you all the freaking fuel suddenly for whatever reason is no longer working, don't fight it. You know, 
finally at this age, <laughs> it's pretty old. It's a pretty old age. I get to even more fully rewrite who I want to be. And I will share. Like, it's funny because in this, this year of not being able to focus on working and building my business because I was pulled away with health and family the whole year. I've never had such a long, I mean, I've had moments. I've had, oh shit, somebody died. Okay, I'll take a couple months off. It's been like this whole year. It's been insane. And yet, bunches of money flew in. Bunches. Crazy. Like, oh, here's an insurance refund. Oh, here's, here's, I, I mean, I, it, I, I have been so beautifully supported, stunningly, stunningly supported. And so if you're going to rewrite, rewrite your identity, what I want you to have a foundation. I think it's really hard if you don't believe or know in your bones that whatever is happening is in freaking divine order. If you don't trust that there is something that is orchestrating all this, whatever you call it, if you don't understand, like, I'm fully freaking supported, it really is a surrendering process. So you, you have this dissonance like, oh, crap, I, this isn't working. And then life might give you a pause. I would rather you take an intentional pause. <laughs> Literally save yourself a year, um, or or you can whatever. Let life do what life does, or you can just if you have some dissonance, like God, it's just ah, I can do it this way. I have been this, but who the frick do you really want to be? So take the pause. Get so clear that this is right, right? Like I would give myself the pause because I couldn't. Literally, I I mean. I had surgery a couple months, six weeks ago. And I just, I would say, okay, I'm in like massive pain. I can't write. Like I get a freaking cast on my hand or whatever. And I would sit there and I'd say, okay, okay, cool. You're just going to watch so much Netflix. Yay, yummy. And you're going to eat cookies. I was being like really yummy to myself, right? I wasn't fighting it physically. Physically, I'm like, okay, you don't even worry about work. You don't have to do any marketing. Just heal. And I'd be there watching my Netflix and the little voice in my head would be like, you should be writing emails. You know, you should be reaching out. And I'm like, God damn it. So even though I was doing the actions, what I discovered is there's this little freaking taskmaster that was tied to identity. That's why I'm talking about this podcast. Because I've just discovered it. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I had no idea. Oh my God, right? And so if I'm going through it, there's somebody else going through it. So I really want to share this with you. And what happened when the, the relief came, when I finally just said 100%, if I'm guided to rest, I rest. If I'm guided to be productive, I be productive. I will completely wait for the inspiration. I will trust to God and life and universe and the source of all. You will trust 100% that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I'm supported and it is all in divine order. Can you get there? That's what I want for you. Because once you get there, I can't tell you like the, ah, and literally the day decided that, boom, boom, boom. Three freaking amazing business things happen. I got invited to write a chapter for a book. 
I got great feedback in some marketing research I'm doing. I mean, just like shit's just like, okay, 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 cool. And all I did was watch more Netflix. But I shifted the I should be into no, I should not be. It's much easier on the physiology. So what I do is I listen to guidance and I fill myself up with other things. I fill myself up with pleasure and joy and fun and experience and sex if I want or cocktails if I want or delight, dog walking, being in nature, whatever it is. And I just allow the experience to unfold instead of, oh my God, I should be doing that or I have to be doing that. Because today I have rewired my identity such that I can be present in the moment. I can know who I am. I can say, "Mm -hmm, I'm a this, I'm a this, I'm a this, I'm a this, but I'm not driven by the old unconscious program. It's work, loves. It is work. And you know, this is my freaking genius. So if you relate to any of this, I would love to have a conversation with you. Seriously. It could be just like, just like a chat, like, Hey, what's up on your world? Or if you want a mentor that can just absolutely rock this part for you, because you can't get to the next level with the old level of identity. You can't, you just can't. All the strategy in the world is only going to piss you off. <laughs> Again, it won't work. You must have this next level of identity. So let me give you a couple of steps. From the next level of identity, take the action steps. For my story, it's stopping and noticing the thoughts, noticing the dissonance, noticing the like, what? If I don't pursue money, I'll be boring. Who the hell is that? Like, right? That was so stunning to me. So the small actions decide you're going to rewrite your identity. Figure out what you would fear. Like if somebody called you X, what would the response be? That's the work, right? Like, oh my God, if somebody called me a lazy or a bitch or selfish, if you get really activated, go uncover or excavate. Those are childhood things. Like, what would it mean to be called a bitch? Okay. The next one, find support. Find support. It is, this is not this work. Like, it's really easy. Like, we all get addicted to, oh, you know, $10,000 in 10 days and 90,000 clients in nine months or whatever. Like we get get addicted to the doing aspect. The doing aspects are easy. Our brains go, oh, yes, good. And I'm not saying doing is bad. Absolutely. I mean, rocket, like when it's time, when it's a season to be in the doing, you absolutely want to captivate that. Captivate? That's not the word. Capture that. I'm just making up words and putting them in whatever order I want them to be. When when it is the time to be generative, when it is sourced from the right way, as opposed to being sourced from, I have to do this. You know, I don't want you feeling alone. I don't want you feeling burned out. I don't want you feeling like, okay, yeah, great. I mean, I've had this where you're like, okay, cool. That was a five-figure launch. I hate this freaking program and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of doing this. You know, yay, I got the results but I'm burned out and I'm, I just can't do it. I don't want that for you. I want your business to be the source of just life and yumminess. And I want it to be an expansion of you and an expression of you, the true you, not the created, crafted identity based on trying to get your needs met or approved of or loved. Tall order, but you can do it. You can do it. And I'm here for you. So. I would love, love, love to hear 
your thoughts on this? Seriously, this is kind of, it's new for me. You know, I'm sharing some personal stuff as I go through it, but I want to hear from you and I'm really accessible. So just TS at treeskelly.com, reach out. Let me know what you're, what you're shifting. Let me know. I would love to know what your trigger words are. Like if I go, oh my God, if somebody called me, a, and again, I'm not talking about the C word. I'm not talking about just, just to, just to be mean, but like if somebody thought I was, uh, there's a lot to unearth there. And I want you free of that. So you can move into this next chapter, this next year, being really in alignment with the you that you want to create because you can. All right, gang. So much love. Thanks for listening. I really, really value that you put the time in to listen to these shows and I hope you get beautiful, beautiful things from them. All right. Peace and blessings. Bye now. Hey, this is Teresa, and I'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place, if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. And I'll be honest with you, we'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings. Bye.